with or without Kyrie, I think the Bucks have zero chance of winning. Matter of fact, if the Nets are healthy, they're getting swept. And I think it's going to be a 50-piece every game because I know for a fact the Nets are pissed that Giannis did a dirty play. That was a dirty play. I don't care what anybody tells you. It was a dirty play. So, more reason for Kyrie to come back, get both jabs right now, and pull a Michael Jordan and Space Jam tonight and drop 50 on the Bucks. That's all I'm saying. It would be poetic. Uh, <laughs> It might not happen. So I don't I'll think just... it's happening. I'm ill. I'm ill. Sicker than your average. I'm ill. I'm ill. Sicker than your average. Motherfucker, I'm ill. Motherfucker, I'm ill. Sicker than your average. Motherfucker, I'm ill. Motherfucker, I'm ill. Sicker than your average. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's another great day to discuss other people's excellence. I am the unforgettable one himself, Mr. Brett Carroll. Charles is always daydreaming. And this is another episode, actually the first episode of this season is. three of Nets Propaganda. You see, I got the shirt on. It's uh, with a hoodie on at least. It's uh, the, Today is the day. The new NBA season tips off. The 75th season of the NBA. That's an incredible milestone. Um, if you've seen all the promos for this 75th year, they have been nothing but awesome. The NBA has a, such a rich history, and uh, it's one of those things where, you know, when Kobe died, they, they, you know, somebody made, I think it was Charles Barkley or maybe even came to Jet Smith, they made such an excellent point of the NBA has, you know, one of the reasons why Kobe Bryant's death was such a big deal is because all their legends are still alive for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like the NFL where a lot of these guys have been dropping like flies because of CT and other health related issues. You still have Bill Russell walking around. You still have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar walking around. Obviously, Michael Jordan, Magic, Larry, Larry Bird. Like, it's such a close knit community where you still see the legends of the past. Oscar Robinson, you still see the legends of the past always around with these new stars. And then you see the young guys coming up. So seeing those promos, seeing those guys all together, it is awesome to watch because that's what makes the NBA so special. It seems like it's such a close-knit fraternity uh, between the older generation and the younger generation and the present-day guys. Um, so seeing them all come together for the 75th anniversary special has been has been great. Um, and it should be a fantastic year. It really should. So, you know, I, I know a lot of fans are excited if you're a Milwaukee Bucks fan, congratulations. Your team won the title. Uh, you guys will get your rings tonight. Um, you know, you should celebrate. I think, I think your championship is a fluke. But, hey, you get a championship however you get a championship. So let me be a hater. I'll be, I'll be the first to admit I'm hating. But congratulations to y'all because if it was my team, I would say I don't care. I'm taking my ring. I'm still not giving back my 05 championship from the Steelers and Seahawks game, even though we all know that game was a bunch of BS. Championships, a championship. So it is what it is. And I had to get that off my chest, Charles, and now I feel better, right? So we can move on. The Buccaneers, the Bucks, Buccaneers, the Bucks, the Milwaukee Bucks, as in the deer, not the Pirates. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about them a little bit later because I do think they have a legit chance to at least try to contend for it uh, to repeat. Obviously, as as the defending champs, there are somebody you have to at least respect. So fine, I'm going to respect them. Uh, but I know a lot of people want to talk about the elephant in the room 
well, our Brooklyn Nets and the guy that's not there. And so you you feel it's best that we should just get that out the way. So why don't you go ahead and start that conversation so we can move on to things I actually want to talk about. You don't want to talk about the Brooklyn Nets? I don't want to talk about the situation. <laughs> we can, well, yeah, there's no getting around the situation if you're going to talk there's about no the Brooklyn Nets. So, you know, I'm sure if you're listening to us by now, everyone's well aware of the situation, the ongoing situation with Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets. To sum it all up, and I have nothing in front of me, so this is all memory. He's not vaccinated due to New York City mandates, not New York State, not NBA, New York City mandates. He can't play or be in the building during the home games and play without being vaccinated because of the rules within New York City, the municipal uh, laws. And he's undecided on his vaccination status. And as of right now, there's no plan for him to play. That could change today. That could change tomorrow. That could change by playoffs or it could not change at all. Uh, There was an IG live that Kyrie did. I did not watch it admittedly. um, That was pretty, he pretty much said it's not a whole year thing and he's not even considering retiring. So for all intents and purposes, that means take that out of your, you know, the psyche that's not in the conversation. He's not leaving the team or the sport, yada, yada, yada. This isn't a Kaepernick situation to put it in another word. So where are we now about last week or two weeks ago, Steve Nash said they're pretty much, you know, going to start practicing and whatever, you know, like he's not here because they're getting asked questions all the time during the preseason. Then Sean Marks came out, doubled down on that, said he's not going to be with the team until he gets vaccinated. So that's where we are. And a lot of people, me, I'm sorry, you too, you more so than me in many ways, but I'm a Nets fan among my friends. And a lot of them are like, so what's your deal? What's, you know, how do you feel about it? I kept saying, I'll have a pod. We're going to eventually do this. And we put this off, not because I didn't want to talk about it, not because, well, Brett didn't want to talk about it, but you know, that's a whole other story. Uh, we pretty much were trying to possibly get him on to talk with us and talk about it. So with the, you know, the possibility of that happening, we kind of kept pushing it back. So it's just a tip off. So we're doing our NBA season preview and there's no effing way. I'm going to talk about the NBA without talking about my nets. So here we are tip off. Kyrie is nowhere to be found. And to state, to summarize how he's, talking about it he's undecided and a lot and the irony of the situation is a lot of people that hate Kyrie support him on this they're just and if you're a Nets fan or if they are a Nets fan they're just pissed that the Nets are the team he's doing this to but a lot of people he does have a lot of support about standing up for your rights it's his body independence freedoms yada 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 and that's all well and fine I'm pretty sure we all everyone that's listening to me and my voice right now knows that me and Brett, Brett and I, 100% support people doing what they believe is right. Even if we don't agree with it, if you believe what you're doing is right, that's you, that's your personal independence and all that. Um, I don't think we've not disclosed it. Both me and Brett are vaccinated. So that kind of tells you that we both think it's safe. As Nets fans, of course, we're fucking annoyed. Like, what is the, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what people expect me to say there. Of course, I want him on the court and playing. But uh, to, to, to be the guy, to be that Nets fan, I'm not necessarily, oh, woe is me. We only have Kevin Durant. Or, oh, woe is me. We only have Kevin Durant and James Harden. Me and that's propaganda. This podcast, 
started in much darker times. So I'm not going to get on here and tear Kyrie Irving down because I, I think he should just get vaccinated and play. I'm also not going to get on here and act like I didn't defend him with the other issues. So I'm in between a rock and a hard place because you want me to be critical of this man because I you don't think I would say to him, just get the fucking shot. It's safe. Millions of people got the shot because that's what I've told my friends who have not yet or, or were hesitant of getting the shot. It's, it's completely okay for you to be hesitant to put anything in your body. Okay. With that being said, I'm sure everybody listening to this has put something in their body where they do not know all the ingredients of it, whether it be a McChicken or, or a shot after a, a basketball, football game, whatever, that, that would just help alleviate the pain, yada, yada, yada. But strictly for this NBA season, to condense the last two months of bullshit, now to get to the Nets, because the rest of Kyrie everything, if you don't think I was hard enough on him, I don't think he's going to miss the whole season. That's completely me talking out my ass. I've not talked to him. I don't think he's missing the whole NBA season, and I don't think he's retiring, and I don't think... I think if he misses one game, this is all a bunch to do for nothing. I think if he misses 20 games, comes back and, and plays 57 again, no one's going to give a shit. And they're going to say he never played any games because last year he played the most amount of games out of the big three. And, and, I'm, and I'm still hearing this, this narrative that he never plays. So he's going to miss tonight. That's annoying. And, and if he misses any long stretch of games when he can play, it's annoying. He's in the prime of his career and, and to, to the majority of NBA fans, it's one thing after another, and they just are sick of hearing it, mostly because they want to see you ball. So get your ass out there and ball. With that being said, if you really don't think this is the right thing and you're standing up for what you want to do, I wasn't joking last year. I take off my birthday. I can't shit on somebody that takes off their birthday. No matter what my job is, I'm taking off on August 11th. It's the only day that's for me. So I, I, I'm just trying to be consistent because if it, I told one of my one of my good friends, this is not worth losing your job over. So, and he just has a better job than me. He's you know he's like a district or regional manager for something, and I'm just telling him, bro, this is not worth losing your job over. Get the shot if it means keeping your job. I'll extend that same advice to Kai. This is not worth fucking up nine figures over, at all. It's safe. This is not the Tuskegee experiments. This isn't uh, a mass. You know, um, uh, like like they're, they're just castrating us out there. That's not what's going on. I can attest to that. <laughs> You're not going to become sterilized off this shit. So with all the hesitancy, just look at the sample size and get the shot. With the rest of the Nets, I feel good about the season. One of the questions posed to our NBA preview that Brett sent to me was, how do we feel? Can the Nets win without Kyrie Irving? Which is the real question is health, considering everybody's healthy, is this roster good enough to win a title? Which comes down to do you believe that Kevin Durant and James Harden playing together are a good enough core to win a title? Now, mix that with all the moves the Nets have made. I mean, you're probably get into that into some depth here, if not more throughout the season, as they kind of as the storylines develop and all that. I think so. I think that's the dangerous. That's why I just said, don't fuck up your money. Cause, cause we have two MVP caliber superstars that are still playing. And if they're good and, and you've expressed this to me, you know, just as a fan, like you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. 
If the Nets go out there and they're winning without Kai, well, we don't need him. And if they go out there and start losing, he's the reason they're losing. So no matter what, this is going to be a shitty situation going forward, regardless of what happens if he doesn't come back soon enough. If he only misses fucking 10 games. Oh, that's why I said 20 before. He misses 20 games and comes back. When he comes back, say we're, uh, uh, you know, like 18 and, 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 and no, no, we're not going to be 18 and two, but say we're like 12 and eight or something like that. Who cares? So I, I feel like I spend enough time talking about that situation just because there's nothing to talk about. Yet. I, I, I don't, I, I know a lot of my friends want me to shit on them. But he's all, he's all right. You know, like he's, he's okay. Like he's not hurt. If he comes back with the shot, he's fine. If he doesn't get yeah. the shot, he's going to be okay. Like uh, the Nets, I don't know what the fans want because one of the rumor before the whole uh, vaccination thing was the rumor that, or some dumbasses in, in the Nets groups were in, were pushing that, that, uh, we should trade for Ben Simmons. The Nets would be better off with Ben Simmons. Hold on, before, yeah, before we even before we even get to that, because I'm sure a lot of people want to hear my opinion on this. Yeah, so I do. Me, so let me get. <laughs> I'm so a lot of me, people. Yeah, yeah, so let me get that out the way. It's funny because I'm I'm trying to you know when we do these pods like yeah I know this is a podcast and this I was talking about I do try to we are both journalists and I try to t- keep my journalistic integrity. That's why when I'm being biased, I say I'm being biased, right? So for this, I'm trying to take my bias out of it, but that's really funny because I'm a diehard Nets fan, right? I've been a Nets fan my whole life, but that's my brother, right? So my loyalties to him as well. So taking my bias out of it, it's like, well, okay, well, if I take one bias out, then I'm technically leaning towards the other bias. And if I take that bias, I'm technically, so it's like, really, I'm in a lose-lose situation. But here's how I genuinely feel, right? He has a right to do what he wants to do with his body. I, I got the shot. I didn't want to get the shot. I have my truth as to why I got the shot. If anybody asks me why I got the shot, I'll explain why I got the shot. But that's my truth. That's my story. That's not on anybody else. Not once have I ever pushed anybody else to get the shot. Because if you don't want to get it, it's up to you. You don't have to get it. Um, Like Kai said in his IG Live, he was very excited about this season. He was looking forward to this season. He was in one of the best shapes of his, of his career. It's year 11. If you know anything about him, he is very into numerology. That's why and, and year 11, we're thinking this is why he'd be his best year yet, right? And it still can be. Again, it's early. And I'll get to that in a second. Then the mandate comes down. And it changes everything because he didn't think he was going to need to get the shot. So now he's in a period of trying to figure out what's best for him. Right. And I've even had to tell some of our friends this and some of his family members this like, yo, we know where he stands. That doesn't mean that's his decision. Those are two different things. We know where he stands. We don't know his decision. So one of the things I've been trying to get people to understand is, look, stop trying to help. Right. Stop pushing the narratives, whether it's anti-vax or pro-vax or anti-mandate, pro-mandate. Just let him figure this thing out for himself because this is a decision he's going to have to make for himself, right? That's my thing. I, on the Nets part of this, I know a lot of people that are mad at the Nets for taking the stance that they took of like, you know what, until you get vaccinated, don't even come around the team, especially once New York reversed their thing on the practicing where he could practice because before it was going to be impossible, right? If he couldn't practice, and he couldn't play home games, it was really going to be impossible for him to play at all because God forbid to have a homestand 
before a road trip, right? It could be weeks before you even see him. Then you expect him to just play because you're playing on the road. Like, that's just impossible. Mm-hmm. With him being able to practice, it at least made it somewhat feasible. But I'm not going to lie. I'm not mad at the Nets for saying, you know what? We're not dealing with this. We're not going to try to jump through all these hoops to accommodate you. Either get vaccinated and come back to work and we'll welcome you with open arms or don't get vaccinated and stay away. I'm, I can't be mad at that because if I was running a company, I would probably have the same thing, especially if it's not a company mandate. It's like, bro, this wasn't up to us. Again, we both were on the same page of you're going to play this year. You don't have to get the shot. Don't worry about it. You know what I mean? We're, they were in the middle of contract negotiations. Everything's going great. And then boom, this happens. So I can't be mad at the Nets for saying, you know what, we cannot deal with this this year. We're trying to win it. We're trying to win the championship. To your point, we still have two former MVPs and Kevin Durant and James Harden. We still got a good team. Instead of trying to jump through hoops to try to loop you in on a per diem basis, basically, take your time. We got this. We'll probably be, be fine without you if and when you come back. We'll welcome you with open arms. I can't get mad at the Nets for having that. For, again, if I'm taking my bias out of it, I can't get mad at any organization for having that type. I don't think as of, biased of Net fans as we are that, and this is this is just going to you know get mad at Brett people. Like I, it's not a quality that me or him have a problem with. That we're not going to um, just burn people at the stake especially when we know you on a different level than just the, the vanity of the, of the mainstream media, which isn't, which isn't fair I, to I anybody. But see, I guess my point is this: like, again, I'm taking my bias out of this. Any company, right? What company is going to be okay with paying Oh, no, but somebody. that's my point. That's what I was actually, I actually wanted to say. Paying somebody to not be there. It, you it, know what I mean? Like, like, like the people that are, anyone that would be mad at the Nets doesn't understand. Because one of the biggest reasons why people are mad at Kyrie is because he's getting paid God money, money, unimaginable money for the average NBA fan. They cannot, they, they literally cannot imagine the money that he makes and to, to not get a shot to make more money and to entertain is, is is just, they don't want to fucking hear it. They don't care. Like, like me and you have had numerous discussions here on the pod off wax, all that about how there are people that just don't care whether it has an element of dance monkey or you're just a TV character to, to each his own, they do not care, especially when there's regular ass people that might feel the same way Kai does, but they had to get the shot. And now they're kind of on the, uh, in the, in between, they understand, man, I, you're hesitant, but get the fucking shot. And there's other people that don't care at all that say, stand up for your rights, yada, yada, yada. Honestly, I don't agree with, I, I, I don't agree with it being a mandate for, for, for basketball players or football players or anything like that. For for healthcare workers, of course, they should have all your all your shots. So, but I'm also saying it's safe. So get the damn vaccine so we can all get back to society. And also, here's where again my bias, and, and maybe it is being biased towards Kai. I do think it's unfair because this is not like a league wide problem. He just happens to be on a team on one of five teams that have to deal with this, right? Oh no, it's stupid. As far as as far as to how even New York City's handling it. That is fucking stupid. It makes no sense why he can't play, but But somebody from whatever, Utah, you know. But Bradley Bill can. Yeah. He's unvaccinated. Yeah, and and he's going to come to the the Especially when, if me and you were to go to New York, if we were to say, you know what, you know, 
If you would say, hey, bro, I, I don't got work tomorrow. And I said, oh, me neither. Let's go to the city tonight. We can go to the city even if we were, we, if we went to the city, even though we're from New Jersey and even though we're not employees of New York, we would still have to show vaccination to get into any bar or club or whatever. So why is it the case for that, but not the case for the NBA players or NFL players? That's the part that makes no sense to me where you're saying that, oh, visiting players could come in and play, but because you're an employee of New York City, you cannot play. That's silly to me because that's not even how the mandate works for any other part of New York. Like I said, we're, we're, from, New Jersey. we're, we're from New Jersey. We work in New Jersey. We're not employees of, of New York City. The only way we can go to New York City and have fun or do anything that we need to do in New York City is because we're vaccinated. So if, if that part makes no sense to me. Um, and, and so it is unfair to Kai that he's, again, especially when this kind of came down like a month before the season had, starts, where it's like, damn, I'm one of only, at the time, only three teams that had to deal with it. I think L.A. adopted the uh, legislation a couple of weeks ago. So now five teams have to deal with it. And then that's another problem. It's like, okay, yeah, trade them. But who's to say down the line other cities aren't going to do it? I think New Orleans also is either thinking about doing the legislation or they just adopted it themselves or something like that. So who knows? Yeah, you could say. And trade them. Right, not only trade them where, trade them for what? it's like you trade them well, like no but like people just so let's let's use that and keep it moving because me and you we're not scientists we're not i mean we're not even trying to push this shit because we're we, me and you like to talk about things that aren't covid <laughs> like just to put it simply like we've done a, a fair job trying to navigate since the xfl pods to this pod the world without completely turning the whole conversation in the same conversation everyone else is having, which is, I mean, by everyone else, I don't mean other pods. I mean, literally everyone else on the planet about COVID. So to get back to the sport of basketball, they were talking about, okay, so trade them. And one of the biggest rumors, and I say one of the biggest rumors, I don't believe it was ever even on the table from either side. And I think Stephen A. Smith is full of shit. So the, the trade Kyrie for Ben Simmons and some incarnation of that, on a, from a basketball level, say he could play, say he was playing, say both of them are healthy and you know they're going to play all 82 games. I, I'm not trading Kyrie Irving for Ben Simmons. There's nothing a part of that. Did anyone watch the Nets last year or do y'all just play 2K? Because one of my biggest problems with this is last year, when after we made the trade for Harden, everyone was talking shit like, well, how are they going to play together? Kyrie's not going to give up the ball, yada, yada, yada. What happens? Kyrie starts playing the two. We have one of the best backcourts in the league with a hard run of the point. So Kyrie was playing the two guard. And he was great at it. It was dangerous. We Our backcourt was pr- the best Brooklyn Nets backcourt ever. Probably the net, best Nets backcourt ever. If not ever, what, the best since uh, Drazen Petrovic and Kenny Anderson? What are we talking about? Or maybe Kid and Vince. Kid and Vince, yeah. But I, 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 you're right, because I, I I put Kid, uh, Vince, I put Vince at the three. Because I, I even know Richard Jefferson was the three. Okay. But anyway, like... I don't, we, how would Ben Simmons fit on the Nets team with Harden and Kevin Durant? No, here, spoilers. He would. No, here's the thing. I don't even care about that, right? Here's why that rumor, and anybody that believed that rumor, like, please shut up. Like, I say this all the time shut up and kill yourself. There's 7 billion people in the world. We don't need everybody. Shut up and kill yourself. If you believe that, that, even if you believe that Ben Simmons makes us better, Kyrie Irving makes the Sixers better. I don't care what you can hate Kyrie all you want. Kyrie Irving makes the Sixers better, if nothing else, by addition, by subtraction. So you're telling me we're going to trade 
one of our best players to our division rival, forget conference rival, division rival, and potentially get worse to make them better. I'm a Steelers fan, right? We need offensive linemen. The Ravens have all their running backs hurt. That's like the Steelers and the Ravens saying, oh, you need a lineman and you need a running back. We're going to give you Najee Harris. You give us one of your best linemen. That will never freaking happen because why on God's green earth would I make my division rival, who I'm in direct competition to, better? And people are going to say, well, what, the Eagles traded Donovan McNabb to, to, the, to the Washington team? Yeah, because they thought he was washed. Best believe if they thought he was in his prime and was still good, they would have never traded him into division. That was a slap in McNabb's face that they traded him to Washington. Okay? Right. The, 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 the division rivals don't make like the, don't the, do the biggest trade ever. And I think in NBA history between division rivals was the Vince Carter trade between the Nets and the Raptors. That's a bit. That's the only one that comes to my head that were as a divisional trade like that. And, and at the time, the Raptors weren't relevant. So that's that's what I'm saying. There's not two teams competing for a title, saying, you know, what, we're going to do this. Oh, the, oh, the Nets fans that that magically think that Kyrie's just not going to play for the Sixers and a pick and roll with him and Embiid just wouldn't work. Wouldn't work. You, you know why you don't do that? You know, ask Red Sox fans why you don't do that. You ever heard of the Curse of the Bambino? Yeah, come, like come on, you just it's don't. The great do that. Bambino. Sorry, you just no. don't do that. Yo, so, how many people don't know Sandlot? <laughs> right? Oh my God, are we aging ourselves? Jesus, a little Christ. bit. Like yeah. so that like that when I heard those rumors and I heard and I'm when me and you were in the same Facebook Nets chats and all this other stuff and people really are going with this. I said, Oh my God, you guys don't know basketball. Like common sense tells you that's not real. Someone said to me in a in a reply that Ben Simmons would fit better with Harden running the point than. Kyrie did. Again, even if you believe that's true, and that's a no whole another level of stupidity, but even if you believe that's true, why would the Nets make that trade? That makes zero sense. Now, I will say this. I will say this. And this is and this is something that is important with this Kyrie Irving thing and everything that's going on. The fact that James Harden isn't signed, the fact that Daryl Morey is in Philly. The fact that James Harden is probably seeing how this season plays out. Because if the Nets don't make the finals, James Harden might look around and say, well, you know what? This isn't working, especially if Kyrie doesn't play all year or doesn't come to like the end of the year or something like that, right? And the chemistry is off or whatever. If this season goes horribly wrong, James Harden might look at Philly as a way to say, you know what? I know me and Daryl Morey have a good connection. They have Embiid. They'll probably get rid of Ben Simmons, which means they'll have the cap space. I can go there. I so that and remember, the Sixers was the other team that James Harden wanted to go to. At the time, Daryl Morey was hesitant to trade Ben Simmons for James Harden. Then the Nets swoop, swooped in and gave up all the all, all the assets they did to get him. So that's where these two teams are in line and where the Kyrie situation could you know, work out bad for the Nets. If Kyrie does sit the whole season out and they don't win a championship, James Harden could bounce for Philly. And then even if Kyrie comes back that next year, that's a whole different dynamic of, of, on this team. That and, is a possibility. But also, but again, but, but, but you, have, you also have to include, because we haven't talked about the Nets on Nets propaganda in months. Since the 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 conference, you know, the conference finals, I, I think. So we haven't even touched on the fact that KD has resigned and KD right. has extended. He has he extended with a four-year, one hundred and ninety-eight million dollar extension. 
So KD, that's four years after this year, correct? Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so for the foreseeable future, that NBA five years is the foreseeable future in the NBA as far as anyone's concerned. So we have Kevin Durant. And Kyrie was talking extensions too before all this happened, as you alluded to. The only reason that I believe that Harden did not sign the extension is because he could make something like 60 mil a year by waiting to the end of the season. Right. So, and, and, well, and I want, yeah, that's a good point too, because both him and Kai will actually make more money if they sign in the offseason. No, so, the only reason, the only reason I'm saying Kai is going to cost him money is because if the team's good without him, he's losing some of that juice. And, right. and if he wants, if he demands the money and didn't play for a whole season and he's one year older at a, at a, you know, a, a deep position in the NBA, let's say that when we're talking the max contract numbers that we're talking, losing 30 mil, you could still make 30 mil now. So that is a big, big factor in the, him costing himself money. And that's, and that's with any, all the caveats of how this season gets spun, spun from the media, the team, the agents, every direction, all the political machinations that make up the NBA, that there's a situation at the end of the season or a possible situation at the end of the season where Kyrie isn't looking at the extension that he was just negotiating anymore, but there is, a, but Harden might resign for that ungodly 60 million a year number, which just sounds crazy, but it's true because he's still on his rookie deal technically with all the trades. He's only been, a he's only gotten traded. He's never been a free agent that signed with another team. So he, he, he was on OKC, got traded to the Houston, signed an extension, got traded to the, the Nets, that's the, that the bird rights are there. So the 60 million for Harden doesn't really act the same as, as 60 million towards Kyrie or KD. At least that's, that's my understanding of how, how the contracts work right now, but I feel good well, yeah, going into he, this season. I really because do. He, because he's a MVP and because he, he's like the super duper, 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 duper max. That's why. Mm-hmm. But also so, with the bird rights that like, yeah, that's that what with, with bird rights, plus he's 10 years plus, plus he's MVP plus all this other stuff, that's why he can get so much money. Mm-hmm. Because, And, again, that's why Kyrie getting, could get more money next year because now he's over 10 years in. Um, so that's because that's part of it, too. So there's a lot to go on there. To answer the question, yeah, the Nets, I think, with or without Kyrie, should be the best team in the, in the league, uh, especially in the Eastern Conference. I was going to say, I was gonna say in the league. Yeah, that's no, in the league, in the league. Kevin, a uh, prime Kevin Durant, healthy Kevin Durant, prime James Harden, healthy James Harden. They have other pieces. Kyrie, I think, puts them like well over the top. But I think those two guys together um, is good enough to win, especially when you consider what's going on in Philly. And we'll get, and maybe we should get to that next since we already talked about it. And especially when you consider, you forget PJ Tucker is not on that Bucks team. That was, that was a huge component to, to them winning. Right. Oh, and before we move on from the Nets, I just got to say one thing. I'm Nets fans. I saw this in one of the Nets groups I'm in that someone said Kyrie Irving might be the most hated Net of all time. And to that person, I want to know, did you become a Nets fan in 2019 or 2020? And to that person, have you ever heard the name Darren Williams before? <laughs> because there's plenty of Nets fans that don't like Kyrie Irving, but they're not stupid and they're not going to say that dumb shit. So we can move on now, but I just want to clarify: if you're if you're out there and you're a Nets fan, you might be hella annoyed with the constant headlines and lack of hardware in the Kyrie Irving era. But one thing you're not going to argue is you'd rather have Darren Williams. 
Because we're going to say, well, Darren, somebody said, well, Darren Williams played. Yeah, but his best number season, his best statistical season, he played less games than Kyrie did last year. Yeah, so. And I, and so he was eligible for all the same things. And guess what he did? It was like 20, it was like a, what was that? The 21 and in, in, in whatever something teen season assists. And then he was never that good again. And he and it, that was the last season in New Jersey people. So just context for even, I mean, that's just point guards. That, that, that's like, y'all bandwagon fans are annoying me. Like you, you, you didn't even go through the pain that we went through. Most hated men. Yeah, I mean, this is still a good. Again, this is still a good problem to have. It's like, yo, are we going to win the championship, or are we going to blow everybody out? Like, that's really what we're talking about here. <laughs> like, are we going to just win if everybody's healthy, or are we going to just run the table? I mean, what, what are the, what are the what do these fake ass bandwagon fans want, right? Because so we're down one superstar. It sucks. It's annoying. Be upset. You're that's your. But those that's are the your... same people. Those are the same people that say that he's our third best player anyway. So we I know, still... I know. So they hate on him anyway, right? And then, so if he's not playing because he's always hurt or whatever your fucking narrative is, and then we got the other two, if they get hurt, even RGM has shown he can make moves in the season to improve the team. He showed that before we had any superstars. Like in Marks, we trust people. We're still a contender. And, and, and the Bucks, we beat the Bucks by fucking 50 before Kyrie got hurt. 50. I didn't think that was a possible number as a Nets fan from all the shit teams I've watched in my recent memory, not my life since, you know, in my recent memory, since I graduated Rutgers recent memory. And now y'all are coming at me like, Oh, your season's over, you know, blah, blah, blah. You're never going to get to see the big three play together. You can't threaten me with a big two when we never had superstars like this to begin with. And if you want to say kid and Vince Carter, cool. The kid and Vince Carter would get ran off the fucking court with this Nets team. What are we talking about? Like, I hate to break it to you. If health, if, if we're going to give both teams health, the only team that Messi that has a chance at beating the Messi last year at full health or this year at full health would be the 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 kid Martin Richard Jefferson Kerry Kittles Nets. And they, guess what? They're losing in four. Like, they're, they're just going to have heart. <laughs> yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're not. They're not. They're not winning. And, and <laughs> I'm a Nets fan. I got jerseys right back here. Like, yeah, I, this is what I do. This is what I am. Y'all, y'all are annoying. Y'all yeah, are just so many, you're threatening me with contending. That's not a and, threat. And, and 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 here's the thing. And just to put a bow on this, because we do want to move on, because we don't want to talk too much about this. Like I said, the season is so like this is an NFL, right? Where if he misses five games, just oh my god, you already missed like a quarter of the season. Dude, if he comes back in a month or two, even if he came back in January, like Oh, we, no, that's what I, I, I couldn't remember I wanted to say. Yeah, so, like, so hypothetically, about? a best-case scenario, if Kyrie isn't going to get the shot and we're hoping on mandates getting reversed and everything, is the Blasio's out of office in January. I um I don't think he's running for re-election. I don't live in New York, so sorry. I don't think he's running for uh, re-election, but even if he is, he ain't winning. I know that I, I can tell you that, just being the poli-sci nerd I am. So... Best case scenario is January 20 something, I think. He is the mandate gets lifted. That's if he doesn't get the shot. If he wakes up tomorrow after watching the game tonight, because we're recording the, the a couple hours before tip-off, then this is all for not. At least we vented for 30 minutes and you guys got to hear us what we thought about this situation that we also have no control over. So right. And and I think that's important too. Like again, it's early. Like who knows what's gonna happen between now and the end of the season. I 
I don't think I really in my heart of hearts don't believe he's going to sell this entire year. I just don't. I just don't. Because, again, he's making a decision. He's going to do more research. He's going to, you know, he's got got to be comfortable with it. And you you gave your advice before. My only advice and my only advice would be, um, you know, and this is to anybody that's, that's thinking about it, right? If you're undecided and you're, and you're flip-flopping, you can't figure it out the moment you even think to yourself, you know what, maybe I should get it. Don't think about it anymore. Just go and get it, right? And just get it over with. Because once you get the first shot, it's like there's no point in not getting the second shot, right? Um, depending on which one you get. So that's my biggest thing is like, you know, if you're gonna, if you are doing your research and you're unsure and you're trying to figure out what your future is, the moment you even get an inkling, like, you know what, maybe I should just go get it, then don't delay the inevitable. Just go get it. Um, and, 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 and that's for Kyrie too. And guess what? Take your time, bro. Again, this is a long ass season. Take your time. Figure out what's best for you. If you do more research on it and you're com- more comfortable with it, then go ahead and take the shot. You know what I mean? If you if and if you really d- are diligent in your research and you go all season and say, you know what, I did my research and I'm still not comfortable, then hey, you know what I mean? Like you as long as you did your due diligence, because I I do think it's at least fair to your teammates to do your due diligence. Don't just sit here on was October 19th and say, oh, I don't want to get the shot. That's the end of it. And no, and don't even think about it again. But I do think it is fair to your teammates to at least do all the research you need to be comfortable in your decision. Right. I do think that's fair to ask. Do your due diligence. See, see what, what research is out there. Talk to whoever you need to talk to. And if you're still not comfortable with it, then that's fine. You're uncomfortable with it. And I'm not going to judge you either way, but do, but do your due diligence and, and make sure that you're, that you're grounded in your research and grounded in your thought process. And I truly believe if he, if, and when he does all this research and stuff like that, eventually he'll say, you know, I'm just going to get the shot. Cause the problem is to your point, mandates could be lifted by January. I don't, that's, that's a very big bet. And if they're not, you've already wasted three months. Like that's what you're waiting on, and I also believe this thing ain't going nowhere next year either. I don't. Think, I think you should hurry up and just get the shot. We're, we're still going to be in a pandemic. There's still going to be mandates. My my, my we- advice to anybody is, and this is this is not judging. I'm just throwing it out there. Me and Brett, our generation has lived through a uh, epidemic of of dope in our state. We've lost friends to that. So this is not even. I'm not even joking. I'm not making light of it. I'm being dead serious. If you've put shit up your nose, maybe the vaccine isn't the hill to die on about you don't know what's in it. So maybe just get it. But if and, but and, other than that, other than that caveat, because I know plenty of people that don't have clean noses that are acting very high and mighty about a vaccine. Well, and by, and by the way, let me just say this too. We're assuming we know why, because that's a big important thing. That's one thing he didn't say on his IG Live is why, right? So I think that's something he needs to figure out too. Why don't you want to take the vaccine? Because I don't even know if he knows yet, right? And that, that, this is just my thought process. I don't know. I haven't talked to him about that. But even if he doesn't know, that's part of your research. Why don't you want to take it, right? So I don't want to assume anything. I know people have come out with quotes trying to explain why, Again, that's why I'm kind of glad he spoke for himself because too many people are speaking for him and they're saying a bunch of shit that don't even make no damn sense. 
Kai's not into Western medicine. Just to sum it up for everybody that might not know, just in a nutshell, he's not into Western medicine. It's not an anti-vax thing because a lot of people are like, I don't do none of that shit, yada, yada, yada. Some people are saying, oh, it's just this. I don't know none of that. I just know that homeboy is not into Western medicine. There's a lot of people that are into holistic medicine. I have friends that are into holistic medicine. has nothing to do with all this left-right, conservative, liberal, Democrat, Republican bullshit that is getting lumped together in a situation where I also know plenty of people that got every other vaccine but this one that just aren't sold on it. It has nothing to do with a lot of it. A lot of people are turned off because so many people have these hardcore opinions. The only people are saying, well, if you if you if you get the shot, you're a sheep, you just do whatever the government wants, or if you don't get the shot, obviously you're this ignorant fuck that doesn't believe in science and all this other stuff. When we're all at the end of the day, we're all just a bunch of grown-ass kids trying to make our way through all the bullshit. And how you feel about it is how you feel about it. But when it affects other people. That's when other people can comment. And that's when other people get to feel whatever way. I'm trying to speak as vague as possible because the irony is both sides feel the same way. Right. So we're, there's there's no winning on this. And me and Brett, right. we're not going to get an answer right now. We, we, right. We, 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 you know what I mean? Like, sorry, we don't got more in-depth shit to tell you, but that's the truth. Like, the, that's the messed up part. You can at least know that is that. Don't believe all the bullshit when somebody says something like, oh, well, close source to, to me, close the idea, whatever, man. Yeah, like, then, then we don't know because, again, he don't know. And that's what I'm saying. Do your research. He's going to do his research and he'll come to a decision at some point. He hasn't made a decision yet. But yeah, we know you, where he stands. You, we don't know his decision. And I will support his decision no matter what, as long as I know for a fact that he at least did his due diligence either way. You know what I mean? That's it. And we definitely got to move on because there's more topics to get oh, to. Oh, yeah. We actually got, we actually want to talk about the NBA. Right. And we <laughs> mentioned, we mentioned Ben Simmons multiple times. So we might as well go there next. He got kicked and, out of practice today. Yeah. Uh, ben, ben Simmons is trying to pull a James Harden, be a disgruntled worker, and make himself. Or Vince Carter, show some respect to the legends. Yeah. Like, you know, make himself, you know, tradable. <sighs> I, Here's my thing. It's the age-old question. What's, what makes more sense, play and get your trade value up or be disgruntled and force your way out? I think in Ben Simmons' case specifically, I would behoove him to play. And here's why. You're not James Harden. You're not James Harden. You're not James Harden. No, you're not, <laughs> you're not James Harden. And the last time that we saw you, you disappointed. Whether you want to admit that or not, the last time we saw you, you disappointed in the biggest moment that your team needed you to perform in. And so even if you don't want to be there anymore, and I can understand why, when your coach blasts you um, in the media and says, I don't know if I can win the championship with that guy. When other people say stuff about you, I could, I could see where you say, you know what, screw y'all, I don't want to be here. Fine. I don't, you know, that part of it, I don't, that doesn't bother me. If you don't want to be there, you don't want to be there. But you need to get out of your own way, out of your own ego and look at yourself and realize, bro, I have not worked on my jump shot enough where I'm comfortable shooting it. He's worked on it, but obviously you have not worked on it enough where you're comfortable. I give Giannis a lot of crap. At least Giannis every year you can tell is trying to get. Oh, to be yeah, we should actually give because I know you, Brett's still very salty about the playoffs, everybody. So let me say for both of us, though, for all the shit that all the times me and him both said this year, you know, 2021, that he's not that good. 
that's in the context of we know he's balling. We are not saying his heart's not there. We're not saying that he's not dominant. We're not saying he isn't a great center. Because I mean that as you know, as a compliment. He's one of the greatest centers that I've ever seen. He's just going to do a little bit more than Shaq could do. So, like, heart's a big part of this. A big reason why me and Brett aren't killing Kai more, like a lot of Nets fans probably want us to, is because it's one of those when you know someone's heart's in the right spot. And even if you disagree with them, you just want to choke them. You don't want to, you know, injure them so they don't play. You just want to choke them a little bit. And Giannis has heart. Kyrie balls. Whenever he's on the on the court, he has heart. And Sixers fans, from what I mean, me talking to people in my family, my friends, you talking to Sixers fans, us being fans of the sport. I've had questions about Ben Simmons's heart since he was at LSU and they didn't make the tournament. If he's supposed to be the new LeBron, where is how do he not make March Madness? You know what I mean? And ever since then, I've been a doubter. I've also been a defender because I thought, you know, he is good enough to play in the league. He's not one of those guys. But at the same time, he's not LeBron. Yeah, my biggest thing is, like, when do we stop making excuses for this guy? I made excuses for him when he was so adamant about the fact that he didn't want to play college ball and it's stupid that he has to play in college and all this stuff. I understood it because, like, you know what? He's not from here. He's from Australia. Sometimes we forget about that. We as kids growing up, like we're both Rutgers fans. I would kill to be a good enough basketball player to play at Rutgers and hope and hopefully win them a national championship before I made it to the league and won a championship for the Nets. Right. That's that was always been my dream. I can understand from a kid from Australia not giving a dang about Duke or North Carolina or Ohio State or LSU or any of these things. I, you know, I just want to go to the league. So I defended him on that because I was like, you know what? I get that perspective of it. I also then defended him on like, you know what? The league is changing, but like, I hate the fact that we're putting too much emphasis on shooting. I do all this other things. Like why keep putting this on shooting? I said, no, I get that. But at some point you say, you know what? Just, uh, and you can say the same thing about Kyrie. Like sometimes life is just unfair, bro. Sometimes you just got to do what you need to do. And at the end of the day, your lack of shooting ability is hurting your team. Again, for the people like we said, oh, you want Ben Simmons on the Nets? Cool. So you want a guy in the playoffs you can't put in, in late-game situations because they're just going to foul him? I already Maybe. have him. His name is Joe Harris. Like, you know, <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's just Res- like residuals. It's just, residuals from the playoffs. Why get my bad. It's a new season. It's, it's, it's just silly. Um, and so at some point, it's like, oh, Ben Simmons, bro, when are you going to stop making excuses and just do what you're supposed to do, bro? Like, every step along the way is excuse after excuse after excuse, and we blamed everybody, right? It's the college system. It's Brett Brown. Now it's Doc Rivers. Dude, at the end of the day, you had a wide-open layup, and you passed the ball. You can't get, like, you can hate everybody for bringing that up all you want. That happened. People still make fun of Chris Weber for calling that timeout. It happened. And at the end of the day, um, you owe it to yourself. Forget your team. You owe it to yourself to go out there and prove that you're an improved player. Because that's one of the reasons why they can't trade you, right? Because not only do people think that, oh, he's not, you know, he's disgruntled and he's this and he's that. They also think, well, how far can I get with this guy if he if he refuses to improve his game? Because at some point you hit a peak. At some point you're going to plateau. 
Again, as much as I as much as I, I hate on Giannis, I hate on Giannis because I thought that was a dirty play, right? Giannis, to his credit, has tried to improve every single year. Why? Because he wants to win a championship. And he knows as their number one player, we can't win if I cannot shoot. We can't win. And I give him credit because in game six of the finals, he they made him earn it from the free throw line, and he did, right? Well, I think it was like 16 for 19 for the free throw line, game six or something like that. That is major props to a guy who all, ser- who all playoff, that was the meme of us counting to make sure that he's – not taking more than 10 seconds to shoot the ball. And when he does, it's not an air ball. Like, you got to give him props for that. Ben Simmons, because you cannot shoot, you're hurting your team. You don't take certain shots. No, that's, that's, the, that's the best example, is that we saw Giannis work on something over the course of a couple weeks. We saw that he really, really we got to we got to Giannis to the point where the other teams in the NBA started following suit. That's that's how big of a deal it was that Nets fans started counting down those foul shots. And to his credit, he worked on it and he did not let that be the reason. And I and, and you said it. We have not seen Ben Simmons work. I'm not saying you haven't, bro, but but well, no, every every offseason there's somehow videos of him shooting and making three-pointers, but you still refuse to take him in a game. You still refuse to in big situations, you always pass the ball because you don't want to get fouled. It's like, bro, that's part of it. You like, if you're not going to improve on something, then and, and and let me also say this: some people just can't shoot. Okay, like I get it. Shooting is a skill. We fall in love with Steph Curry because we believe that that's just him working hard on it. If I do that, I could be just as good as a shooter as Steph Curry. No, you can't. He had an innate ability to shoot, and he worked on it. Mm-hmm. That's like even Kai. He had an innate ability to dribble. And he worked on it, which is why his handles are probably the greatest ever. Same thing with Steph Curry with his shooting. Some people just can't shoot. I get that. Nobody's saying you have to be a freaking 50% shooter from the three from the three-point line, but you gotta at least be able to be respectable. LeBron couldn't shoot when he first started in the league. He became unstoppable once he worked on it to the point where he you had to at least respect him. You can't just leave him open on the three-point line. He will kill you from there. And, and people, you know, and his free throws haven't been, you know, haven't been great, but he does enough where it, that doesn't really matter. Ben Simmons, at this point of your career, bro, like, you got to grow up. You really do. Like, you got to grow up and stop blaming everybody else for your lack of success. And and not even that, besides growing up, because I shouldn't say not even that. To add on to that, where do you want to go? Which team do you think that you fit into that will work well? Like and that's a that's not a rhetorical question. I'm being with, with him with you not shooting. With, with no, not yeah. Shooting. As he's currently built, and well, he's so mad he doesn't want to be a sixer anymore. Okay, so you point on the NBA map and tell me where do you think you fit? Uh, where, lot, where, where is this? A lot of people think the Timberwolves, uh, because Cat is a much better three point shooter than MB, so he could be that stretch five. But again, that's very selfish of you to say. Well, you know what? I'm going to go to a team and force y'all to accommodate me because of my shortcomings. So yeah, I'm going to go to, uh, I'm going to go to Minnesota and make cat a stretch five so that I could dominate in the paint. When that takes away cat's greatness, that takes away the Timberwolves greatness, right? It's, greatness a, it's, is, is a loose term for there. Well, great. And, and then that's another thing. Are you really going to make the Timberwolves that much better? Like, no. So you rather lose and play your way 
then improve and hopefully and maybe win a championship because if Ben Simmons could shoot, the Sixers would be a that much better of a team. The reason why him and, and B don't get along is because in order for them to succeed, and B has to step away from the basket and be a stretch five because they need shooting because Ben Simmons isn't providing the shooting, and he can't play off ball. Because he can't shoot. Oh no! And and, and and once again, to the dumbass bandwagon Nets fans, I think he could play off ball on in Brooklyn. You're an idiot. But um, that's these aren't the only two things. The the Kyrie drama and the Ben Simmons drama. Like I feel like it's not an NBA season if we don't bring up LeBron. And I, I'm sure there was LeBron drama, but me and you, at least as the LeBron fans, we kind of are. And you know, like he's one of my favorite players. I don't know where like the LeBron haters of the world are so much more obsessed with LeBron James than LeBron fans are y'all fuel y'all kept the whole season going with your terrible ass memes. And, and like, you would have thought LeBron was playing all summer. I, if, you, if you're not a basketball fan, you think LeBron plays every month because the LeBron haters are still out in full force sharing memes from his first season in Miami. And thank you for making me feel like that was not 10 years ago. So you you posed the question to me. Do I believe the Lakers are dysfunctional? No, they're the Lakers. They just have LeBron. And because no, dysfunction's what, 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 funny and, and relative. Because when has there ever been a quiet season in LA? Well, no, what I meant by dysfunctional is do I think the team could work? That's a team that as presently constructed is not a good three-point shooting team in a league where you kind of have to be able to shoot to win. Even Milwaukee, Giannis couldn't shoot, but they put, they provided him with shooters around him to supplement that, right? Yeah. And again, maybe that's what Ben Simmons want. Put me on a team where you just surround me with shooters and I'll be fine. And maybe that could work. Um, and which team? Which team is that? I don't know. The, I don't know. The Whoever trades from is going to have to create that team. The Lakers are a team that, from top to bottom, not really great shooting. Russell Westbrook, even in preseason, has been turning the ball over left and right, and I know it's preseason. Oh, I didn't watch. I didn't watch a second of preseason. Everybody, me neither. But me neither. But you've seen all all Twitter and you know nine turnovers here, eight turnovers there. It just hasn't been good so far. But again, it's preseason, and Mm -hmm. I'm looking at this Lakers team, and I'm saying. Yeah, if this was 2012, this team would, you know, run everybody out the gym. If this was 2012, good lord, that that was uh, that was AD's rookie year. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he's already been in Mm -hmm. the league that long. Yep. And so, for me, it's like you look at you look at uh you look at that team like this. They're all older. They can still play. Obviously, they can still play. Oh yeah, they're not done. They're not but, done, but it's it's one of those things. Can you, you, we're, we're basically saying because they're veterans, they're going to figure this out, and I don't know if that's true. The West is really deep. The Warriors, who we'll talk about in a moment, they'll, they'll be in contention again. With this team not being able to shoot the way that they the way that they used to, and with them being older, and with and even defensively, are they going to be that great? They're going to be shit. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be shit. I don't know if they're going to be shit, but they're not going to be. You already you stole you stole it already. You already said if this was 2012, they would be terrifying, but it's not. And Russell Westbrook is one of those players you love him or you hate him. I think I fall more to the love of him. Like I really appreciate 
the triple double seasons I've seen him do. Cause he, once again, to go back to the heart conversation, no one's denying that dude got heart. So Man, he's never going to cheat you. No, he's going to ball and him on the court with Melo and LeBron. I don't see it being a problem per se. AD, like the thing, the crazy part, this is why I brought up LeBron because the people still only bring up LeBron. Like, are we to the point, like, as you just pointed out, 10 year going on nine, sorry, but close to a decade of, of, of in your, into your career. And it's still not AD's team. Like, so either we have to, as fans now come to the realization that AD isn't as great as we thought he was going to be. He can still be great, but he's not as great as we thought he was going to be. Or we have to start being more critical of AD and, and laying more of the responsibility onto his shoulders. Because I remember when they traded for him, the narrative was this is AD's team now, not LeBron. But going into this season, those same people are putting it on LeBron. And there's a lot of talent on that team. And we're all, we, we the, the, the greater we, NBA fandom, view it as LeBron's team. So Anthony Davis is player two or three. Because he's not player one if it's not on him. It's not on him to stay healthy. It's not on him to be the leader, to galvanize, to make sure this team works. Because when the trade happened a couple of years ago, I was under the impression, at least from all the haters, that going forward, we would have to put him first. He was the Kobe in this Kobe and Shaq. That the Lakers saw him as the future for the next 10 years. We have LeBron, but you, this is the younger guy, and we're going to help build around him. And I haven't seen anything that even hints at that. Because he hasn't been able to stay healthy. LeBron's been more healthy. Yeah, that's well, that's a big part of it, his lack of ability to, to stay healthy. Um, and two, I think that's just not his personality, right? Some people just, you know, have a he has a very, you know, calm demeanor about him. He's he's gonna dominate. He's he's probably the number one option on offense, but that doesn't mean necessarily mean that this is his team. LeBron is still the unquestioned leader on the team. And I think AD, they work together because AD doesn't mind being that little brother to him um, and, and kind of taking a backseat to LeBron, which, you know what, credit to him, bro. That's that's hard. That 22 really, and eight last year in 36 games. Yeah, like, like that, like that's like that's hard to do um, when you are a superstar, when everybody thinks you're great. People are still talking about he could still like catch Tim Duncan for the greatest power forward of all time. I I don't see that, but people still say it. Um, when you when you have all those accolades, and then you have to take a back seat to somebody, that's hard to do. And AD and the reason why this has worked is because he's been able to do that. And, and you know, good for him. I I, I respect it because it's not easy to do. Um. This team to me is very interesting because remember, this is a full length season now. This isn't a condensed season. This is all 82 games again. How does this team look in the playoffs? Yeah, this team is kind of built more for the playoffs and the half court slow down style, but they got to get there. They got to get there first. And this is an older team. You know, there's still going to be back to backs. There's going to be long road trips. There's still going to be. You know, the highs and lows still going to be the winter months when your bones get achier and I don't think this team's going to – I don't think this team's a contender, like in the sense that I don't have them going to the finals. They might not make the Western Conference finals, let alone the NBA finals. 
unless the Suns are drastically worse. Uh, the West is still the West, right? Like I'm not bugging. <laughs> like yeah, it's it's weird. It's one of the I don't ever want to doubt LeBron. I really don't. And I think they probably would have beat the Suns if Anthony Davis didn't get hurt. Um, but again, injuries are part of it, and this is a team that uh their best player in Anthony Davis doesn't seem to be able to stay healthy. And the rest of the team is on their, you know, they're on their final stretches basically in terms of playing at a high level. Um, so, so real quick, Jazz, Suns, Nuggets, Clippers, Mavericks, Blazers, Grizzlies, Warriors, Spurs. Like, they're all going to be good, right? Maybe not the Spurs, yeah. But, but that's what I mean, right? I want to throw the Spurs in there because they were dealing with injuries last year. So if they get everybody back. No more DeMar Rosen. Yeah, so that's a big deal. I, I think the Spurs. I think the Spurs are going to be a lottery team this year. Okay. But, um, Memphis should be better now that Jaron Jackson Jr. is here, is healthy and is back. Um, the Warriors are definitely going to be better now that when they once they get Clay Thompson back. Um, the Clippers. The Clippers are just weird team. We don't know what the hell is always going on with them. It's Kawhi. When is Kawhi coming back? That's a big deal. You know, because we don't know when he's going to come back. The Lakers, like I'll, I'll give it to them this way. I think the Lakers can still be a top five seed in the West just because I have that much respect for LeBron and his championship aspirations. Mm-hmm. But I think they lose in the second round somewhere. That's what I'm want- saying. Okay, so say they get up to the first or second seed. You push the Jazz, the Suns, the Nuggets all down one. That means the Clippers, Mavs, and Trailblazers are in that four, five, six, seven area. Is that that's not better? That's not an easier road for the Lakers. Like I don't think the Lakers want to see the Nuggets. I'm just being honest. The Nuggets, uh, like we sleep no, on them no, every I, year. I, I don't think they want to see the Nuggets. They'll probably they could beat the Blazers in the first round, which they probably will. That's probably who they'll end up facing in the first round. The Blazers. No, the no, no love for Dame Dollar. <laughs> no, it's not no love for him. It's just the, we know what Portland is. They're just not that good of a team. Um, he's got to score sixty so for them to be good. Um. You know they'll probably beat Portland or 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 the Mavericks in the first round, and in the second round when they have to face the Clippers or the Suns or the Jazz, I just don't know how they beat them. I just don't. I don't know. I don't know. Going into the season, right? Going in blind, it hasn't started yet. I wouldn't be over here saying that the Mavericks might lose to the Lakers in the first round. I don't. I I'd be one of those people. I would. It's Luca. It's Luca, and you don't trust anybody else in that team. I mean, it's Luca, and you don't trust any. If we're gonna say everything about AD, we gotta say the same thing about Porzingis, and even worse, right? Yeah. So, uh, the Lakers, I think, would beat the Mavericks. The Warriors are interesting. They made the the AFC last year without Clay. With Clay, I'm thinking maybe there's maybe as high as three. But I just don't I, – I still don't think that Warriors team is going to – I know a lot of people think they're going to be back in the finals. I, I don't see it. What about the Jazz? I think the Jazz are for real. I think the Suns are for real. I doubted them last year, but they proved to me that they are for real, especially the Suns. So I'm not going to doubt their ability to to turn this thing – to, you know, build off of what they did last year. You know what I mean? I remember Mike Conley was hurt for all the playoffs last year, so they didn't even have their guy. 
So that's what I'm saying. If the Lakers get into a, a running gun meet with the with the Jazz or the Suns, I don't know how they beat. I just don't know how they beat them uh, this year. I just don't. They, and, the and flip it, last year. Sorry, flipping it back real quick back to the East because both conferences have, are really interesting. If we're going to just try to look ahead, which is impossible because we don't know how it's going to turn out, right? But in the East, last year's the, the one through eight was the Sixers, Nets, Bucks, Knicks, Hawks, Heat, Celtics, Wizards. I'm immediately dropping the Wizards out of that. I don't care. Uh, because the Hornets and Bulls both got better, in my opinion. So I, I think one of them or both of them will be the seven and eight. The Celtics and the Heat and the Hawks, to a certain extent, they could all improve. But the Hawks and the Knicks are the two teams I'm looking at like you guys might not be as good. It might be, they might be just as good. I should say it like that. They could be just as good, but that would only get you to the six seed this year. No, you, you have no faith in the Hawks or the Knicks. I have no faith in the Knicks, and I'm not being a Knicks hater. The Knicks were a surprise team last year. I think this year people see them coming, and I think this year people got the recipe on how to defeat them, right? Um, the Hawks, I think, are legit because Trey Young, they have Trey Young. They have a young core that, that's gotten better with experience, right? And they've had that first year of experience and they don't fear anybody. Like they show like, yo, take us lightly if you want. Like we're going to beat you in the playoffs if you take us lightly. So I think the Hawks can you know, either stay where they are or maybe take a one step higher. The Knicks, I, unfortunately, I just, I don't think they improved that much in the off season. And I think they're one of those teams where like people figured them out and, and they're not surprised, but they're not sneaking up on anybody anymore. Mm-hmm. So I see the Knicks taking a step down. The Bulls are going to be better. The when you say take a step down, do you mean not in the playoffs? No, no, no. I, I, I think they'll make the playoffs. They'll probably be the playing team. Like, so I think they'll be like, you know, 10 through 8. Okay. Uh, well, right maybe, now. Maybe, how- maybe maybe 7. Maybe 7. But, again, the Bulls and the Hornets are definitely – and the Heat, too. Like, Kyle Lowry is a big deal. Remember, the Heat were decimated with injuries last year. If they're healthy, the the Heat should be a top four seed. Well, me and you, me and you are we like Spo. I've noticed that through all the times me and you talk about teams like when that aren't ours, we give the Heat more props than anybody that's not a Heat fan. Because I don't think there's been a time, even when they sucked, me and you were like, I'm not sleeping on Spo. As long as Spo's coaching that team, I think the Heat can win a game. If healthy, I think they have the fourth best roster in the East. Up up and down. If if healthy, if, if Health, if everybody's healthy in the East. And again, the weird thing about this is the Sixers, because what happens with Ben Simmons, right? Like that, that's a big deal. But the, um, but the Nets, Bucks, Sixers, and Celtics, I think would be in my uh, top four rosters, because the Celtics got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And I forgot about the, the, the Celtics, because they were hurt last year, too. But no Kemba anymore. No Kemba, man. No, no, no offense. Yeah, yeah, but, that's, but, that's, but that's who's their point guard right now? That's big. In this league, you need a point guard. You need a point guard. They should bring back Scary Terry since he was. And they have and they have a first year head coach. Um, I don't know about the Celtics. I think the Celtics lost their luster a little bit. To me, I think the Celtics lost their luster. I think they're. I think they're a six seed. I, I really think if, if healthy Miami will be that fourth team. I think I'm giving the Sixers enough credit and Doc Rivers enough credit that they'll still figure it out. They won't be the number one team in the East, but they might drop down to three. You right? need to watch out for the Hornets and the Bulls, though. 
I'm, yeah, no, the Bulls are gonna be good. The Bulls could be fifth, sixth, same with yeah. same with same Hornets will probably be seventh. I don't think they're gonna be that much better. They'll be seventh. I mean, I'm I'm also being a fan with the Hornets. I'm not gonna lie. I think it's cool. They got Lamelo and that kid, the youngest brother that had to deal with shit that he, was not his creating at all. Like, I, I, you're not a wrestling fan. I'm a wrestling fan. One of the most replayed, this will be forever, mind you. One of the most replayed botches in wrestling from the last five years is when the balls were on Raw and that whole clown show that was. And LaMelo was young and said, beat that nigga ass on live TV on the USA Network. <laughs> so I feel bad because wrestling fans only know him as that's that kid that was LaMelo, that was uh, LaVar's son. And, and seeing him just grow up visually, because I saw him there, didn't really pay attention to, to him, and then he got drafted, right? And he looks more grown now. And to me, and same with Lonzo, man. Like, it's, it's, it's funny. Go back and watch Alonzo anything from, from his last year in college and his rookie year on the Lakers and see how he carries himself now. Like, it, it's just, it's just, I don't, I'm not, I never rooted against them because of their dad. And whatever you your problem with their dad is, He's a good dad, man. Those three kids got paid. And, and they're not bad. Or at least I never, you know, besides one of them maybe going to China jail, like that's which isn't his fault necessarily. But like, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I feel I mean, like the, those kids got a Hornets are flashy. I don't I don't see them winning games. They're one of those teams that are fun to watch, but you notice that like they get the highlight, but they don't get the win. Um, so I, I think they'll still be a, a bottom feeder team. They still need another year or so. They still need some more players to take that next step, especially with the Bulls getting better. Though I'm with you. The Wizards are going to suck. Bradley Beal might have to get traded because they just stink. The Pacers um, are going to suck. The I don't know about the Pacers. Yeah. Cares if, if, I mean, right now they're really hurt right now. So they have a lot of injuries. If they get healthy, they got a good roster. I mean, they, yeah. like it's, it's just a matter of I know you. I know you hate Indiana, I, I, but the Pacers are one of those teams I keep forgetting. The Pacers are one of those teams we say that every year, but somehow they're in the playoffs and somehow they're like a tough out in the first round. Again, if the Pacers get healthy by midseason, I can see them being one of those teams. They're going to be in the playing game again. All right, I can see them getting out. You don't you don't you don't drink, so it wouldn't be a good bet if we bet like a bottle or, or drinks on it. So food bet, food to be determined later. I bet the Spurs are better than the Pacers. Record wise, huh? I, I could probably I'll probably agree with you that. But 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 again, remember they're in the Western Conference. They can have a better record, and the and the Pacers could finish better, right? The Pacers could have a losing record and still be like the ninth seed and make the playing tournament. That's why I said. That's why I wanted to say record because I mean record. I don't mean right. Finish. Yeah, the Spurs can have a winning record and not make the play, not make the playing game at all. So that's kind of like a, a weird bet to make. No, they. The, the I think the Spurs are a better team. Without without Demar Derozan, yeah. And you're, and you're giving me that the Pacers are going to be healthy? I don't think the Spurs are a better team. I'm giving you the actual season. I'm saying this season, in reality, the Spurs will have a better record than the Pacers by the end of it. I think the only way that doesn't happen is if the, Spurs, if the Pacers never get healthy. I don't think they're going to get healthy. Yeah, I mean, you're hoping for it. I see Spurs. I, I'm not hoping. I don't hope for, for health. I don't hope against health, I should say. I want everyone to be healthy. I, I am not putting that juju on the Pacers. I'm saying they're not healthy 
<laughs> so it doesn't really matter how I feel about it. They're not going to be good. And I, I, I love Karis LeVert, but I'm sorry. When did Karis LeVert lift the nets up single-handedly to, to, to the playoffs? Well, no, he's hurt right now too. But that's what I'm saying. Every everybody's hurt. I, but I think, but I, but from what I read, I believe it's all just nagging injuries that in a month or so they they all should be back. So that's what I'm saying. I think the Pacers could be like if they're healthy, like they're one of those things that they're, I keep forgetting about them. They got a good roster. Like they could make the they could be one of those teams again. If we're pushing teams down again, the Knicks, the Hornets, the Pacers are one of those teams that could still make the playoffs. Remember, they were in the playing tournament last year as well. Yeah, and, and they were in the playing tournament. And I'm pushing them down. They're not going up. So I think I think they'll be I think they'll be in a playing tournament still. Nope. Some you gotta remember somebody's gotta be nine and ten. Somebody's gotta be nine and ten. It's yeah and be, right now the way I see it working out. The Wizards is probably not going to be that team. The Pacers can still be that team just by default. Like who else is left? It's not going to be the Magic. They're probably tanking. Watch the Pistons fuck around and get that 10th spot. I mean, it could be the Pistons. Who knows? And, and not for nothing, the Magic. No, the Magic are tanking. But if Katie Cunningham really is that dude, he could he could bring the Pistons to that 10th team. You, you, I know you secretly want the Cavaliers in that play-in tournament. No, I, I want the Cavaliers to suck forever. What do you mean? I love you. <laughs> All right, one last question, then we'll wrap it up here. And this is your question. I, 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 for somehow, somehow I took on the host role of, of this, that's propaganda, but this is your question, but I want to pose it to you. Do you think the Bucks can repeat? Can, yes, will, no. I agree. I really, I think for all how we feel about Giannis and how we're salty that injuries prevented our Nets from beating them. Not injuries, dirty plays. Go ahead. And no, also hard and hamstring. Yeah, we still be, we still beat them if Giannis doesn't box somebody out in midair. Which in my whole in my twenty nine years of watching basketball, I've never seen I've never seen that before. I've never seen somebody decide, oh, this guy's in midair. Let me box him out. Yeah, because that happens. But go ahead, Jalen Rose. But I don't I, I don't hate Giannis as much as Brett does. I don't hate him like I hate Indiana for whatever reason. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. You hate Indiana for no reason. I have my okay. reasons. But you're okay with Giannis. I'm not yeah. okay with Giannis. I just don't have the hatred you have. There's a difference. But you hate Reggie Miller when we beat him. Number one, it's okay to hate Reggie Miller. He wants to be hated. I love to hate Reggie Miller. Like I, He's still a Hall of Famer to me. I still like... If, if I had to fight the Monstars and assemble a, a team of three-point shooters, he's my second pick or third behind uh, Steph and Ray Allen. But, like. You give me aneurysm sometimes. <laughs> I like giving you an aneurysm. Yo, you Giannis, it happens. But that Reggie Miller guy, oh. It's not just Reggie Miller. It's the whole Ooh, state of Indiana. The whole state of Indiana sucks. The whole state. Of Indiana sucks. Not the people in it, just the state itself. All like I like New Jersey. Indiana, you suck. What's a Hoosier? The, the football team is the, one of the most overrated franchises of all time. What the hell's a Pacer? What am I supposed to? Why am I supposed to like you? Why are why? 
the most overrated franchise in the East in my lifetime. Y'all were supposed to be good all the time. You had Reggie Miller. You made it to a finals. What do you fucking do? You lost to the Lakers like the rest of us. Like, and, and, and but they, they they were doing it right. By the time uh, LeBron was around, and it's PG thirteen and Lance Stevenson and and this big starting five they had. They had the LeBron stoppers and all this other shit. They get all this hype. Why? Why? What what about Indiana? Am I supposed to be scared of or like or oh man, that home court advantage? What? They got hyped for two years and that was it. They like, should have got hyped. All right. Okay. So you're okay with the dude that literally took our season out. I'm not okay. We had a whole butthurt podcast. <laughs> but you hate the guy that made some threes and lost to us. Ah, number logic. one. Number your logic one. makes zero sense. There's literally a recording on me of me talking on here about how pissed I was after that game. Mm. I don't know, Sasha. I don't know why he's doing this. He's annoying. But like, well, like my thing is this hatred that you have for Indiana, you should transfer that to Wisconsin. Not- Wisconsin sucks too. You never asked me if I liked Wisconsin. Fucking bunch of cheesehead, stupid ass motherfuckers walking around there with fucking cheese on their head. Like they call Milwaukee the Mecca or whatever they fucking say about that shit. They got they lucked out drafting Giannis. They lucked out just having Big O and and and, and Luau Cinder in, in their history. And, they, and if it wasn't for this ring, no one would be like, oh, yeah, the Bucks, what a historic franchise. You just want to hear me rant about Giannis. And you try to snake your way into, into get me ranting about Giannis. No, I just, I just, I honestly, for the life of me, I just don't get your obsession with Indiana. I don't have an obsession with Indiana. They're, they're in the East. I have to bring them up when they, like, they're not going to be good. That's not hate. Okay. All right. The question was, can the Bucks repeat? Yes, they can repeat, especially if the Sixers are a train wreck and if the Nets can't stay healthy and Kyrie is not there all year, then absolutely. Then the Bucks would be my pick to get out the East. If the Sixers trade Ben Simmons sooner rather than later and or he shuts up and plays and they figure it out, and if the Nets are healthy with or without Kyrie, I think the Bucks have zero chance of winning. Matter of fact, if the Nets are healthy, they're getting swept. And I think it's going to be a 50-piece every game because I know for a fact the Nets are pissed that Giannis did a dirty play. That was a dirty play. I don't care what anybody tells you. It was a dirty play. So, more reason for Kyrie to come back, get both jabs right now, and pull a Michael Jordan in Space Jam tonight and drop 50 on the Bucks. That's all I'm saying. It would be poetic. Uh, <laughs> It might not happen. So I don't think it's happening. Watch as soon as we finish with breaking news. I'm like, mother Bro, ever. we're about to wrap up now. It's about two hours before the game starts. Oh, by, by the way, by the way, because I, I wasn't in the notes and I brought it up. Well, how do you feel about the Warriors? How far do you think the Warriors can go? Oh, me? Yeah. Like, uh, I think the Warriors healthy could win a title. Really? I- I don't know. For some reason, I just don't see it. Like, they got a good team. I, I think people are fantasizing about the fact that, oh, they made they, they won before KD even got there. And I think we forget that first year that they won, everybody they played was hurt. Everybody. Like, and Mike Conley was hurt for the Grizzlies. I think uh, uh, 
the Rockets were hurt. Obviously, yeah, but you could do that with almost all. You could do that with so many titles. Like I'm not. No, no, but, what I, but here's what. But here's what I'm getting with this. Ky, obviously, Kyrie was hurt with the Cavs. We also forget they were down three one to the to the Thunder, and the Thunder choked before they were up three one to the Cavs, and the Cavs came back and won. I, I say it all the time. They needed KD. They got K. You know, we all blame KD for joining the Warriors. We never asked. Well, well hold on, Warriors. I'll talk all that shit. Why didn't y'all just say we're healthy this year? Let's run it back. No, you went and got KD and made it impossible. So for me, I look at this team and I say, yeah, they're a good team, but because of their dynasty, the league has gotten better. You know what I mean? Like high tide raises all ships. Mm-hmm. Every team has gotten better since those teams that went to the finals before Kevin Durant. And Andrew Wiggins is good, but remember, Clay Thompson hasn't played in two years now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson doesn't need a dribble to be effective. No, I understand that, but Clay Thompson coming back, I have to believe, is at least a little bit worse than what he was before he left, even as just a pure shooter. Like, you know, he still he still plays basketball. He still plays defense, right? He's one of the best defenders. Can he still can he still be their 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 lockdown perimeter defender? I don't know. Can he still be that guy that runs around the court all game and gets his you know his wide open shots just running off of screens and stuff? I don't know. I gotta see it. But even if he is, I don't see this team as automatically a top two or three team in the West. I think no, I didn't say top, top, but I think they could contend. Like I was talking about the Lakers before. I do. I think the Lakers are full strength. Still, don't want to see the uh, the Warriors in a seven game series because if they get hot, it's just different. The Splash Brothers are different if they get hot in one quarter and and Clay drops forty. No, that, no and that's and that's very true. That's very. That, that's true. all I'm saying. Like, like all jokes aside, the, they're just as dangerous as any other team. If we're giving health to everybody. Steph and Clay are just as I'm, I'm giving them help. I'm giving them help. What I'm saying is, I did. I guess my point is, I didn't necessarily believe in them before. I definitely don't believe in them now, mm-hmm. given health, given age, given that this team isn't nearly as, as deep as that team was before. We forget, like, that team was deep as hell. There's a reason why I got an Andre Godala one finals MVP. Like, that team was deep because like, it covered LeBron. That's the reason. Like they don't have they don't have the depth. I don't think they have the defense they used to have. They used to be a great defensive team, which is another underrated portion of what they were. I don't think they're nearly as good defensively. And then, like I said, Clay's older and he's hurt. Steph is older. I just don't. I think they're going to be a great team. I just don't see them being coming out of the West. I don't see them getting to the Western Conference Finals. That's just me. Unless you know they play guys and people get hurt again. And I'm just going to say, well, they're just the luckiest fucking team of all time. So that's just how I feel about them. All right. Tell them where they can find you because I'm getting whacked in the face by my cat. Who came over here because you were yelling at me about Indiana. Just so you know. Yeah, she smacked you in the face because she realizes you're full of shit. Wow. Anyway, you can find me at Never Brett Me, N-A-V-A underscore the number four, B-R-E-T-T underscore M-E on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you, Sasha. You proved my point again. Yo, and you had the nerve to jump off me before I signed off. I was going to show the camera so you you could see it. What am I doing? I'm at not the Chuck D at all my socials. We're at the underscore dope blog on Instagram at the dope blog, all one word on Twitter at www.thedope.blog. And we are on YouTube. So as Brett's going to tell you, YouTube, 
Please like, subscribe, and share. We love you guys so much. And join us next time as we continue to discuss other people's excellence. Uh, this is just one of how many because with so much basketball ahead of us. Than your average. Uh.